Why am I going to get up so goddamn early in the morning? I don't know, Doctor. Why do you have to get up so goddamn early in the morning? Because it's time for a new RG podcast. Yay! Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode five of the RG podcast. Episode the V. It is. It's episode V. V for five. I've gone Roman. I've gone Roman on your ass. Oof. It's certainly not V for (laughs) Vendetta. And, um... I was feeling a bit tired earlier on. I'll tell a bit more about that. But I've had a good sleep and I'm ready to get the show on the road. We've got a few things to talk about today. Which is always useful for a podcast, to say the very yes. least. Um, I've got a story or two to talk about. You might have a story or two to talk about. By the way, my name's Grax. And that guy over there is Andy. Is hello. It, right? it is right. It's still mm-hmm. right. It's always been that, really. Um, and I'm quite happy with it. I'm not going to change it yet to um, Dirk or... Frank, Dirk Degler. Dirk or Frank or Will or uh, Jesus. Um, I'm going to stick with Andy for now, although I do like the idea of Dirk Jesus as a name. That would be good. I like that idea. Hey, hey how I, you doing? My name's Dirk Jesus. I just like saying Jesus in a Spanish accent. Dirk, Dirk Jesus? Yeah, Dirk Jesus. You take it in peace. <laughs> I don't know why I talk like this, but that is why I talk like. I am Dirk Jesus. And this you are is my a friend. I befriend and... you on Facebooks, hmm? <laughs> etc. And this is a preview of what's going to happen to Andy in <laughs> six months' time, <laughs> where we rocket to fame with RG Productions. Yeah. And um, rumor, rumor has it, Grax, that we we might take the show on the road. The deuce you say? Take the show on the road. Take the show on the road. I know I um, our good friend um, Chris Quinn. Ah, yes. Um, was saying we should go. Um, we should go. You know, on a road show, um, at big underscore number seven, Chris Quinn. Follow him because he's only got ninety-two followers. He's so lonely. Um, yeah. In the in the Twitter sphere, regardless. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, he said, "Go live, take it live, take it to a studio, take it to an audience. They'll love that." Ooh. So maybe he's onto something. Who knows? I think I think he's just trying to make a hint at being on the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just so, wants yeah, to. yeah, guys, take it to the show on the road. Uh, <laughs> I could be your first guest, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Chris. We appreciate it. Come on, that. Chris. Be, don't be subtle. Be direct. Yeah, be a if man. If you want to go the show, give us a call. I'll tell you what, Chris, another thing. Every time we try and bloody arrange to meet with you, you never show up. Yeah. <laughs> so sort it out. Stop being on Twitter and come, and come and see us. We miss you. We miss you so much. Yeah. I mean, was... Yeah, we know we live in three places in the country, but we can make it work. We can make it work, Chris. We can make it work. Uh, we will make and, it work. And alternatively, if you want to join in with the RG podcast many of our followers uh, I'll just list a few of you because I know some of you are out there so um, Rachel at Rachel versus World fantastic um, other people are available at Emma Pashmina you're, you're beautiful um, Nicola at Nicola Hughes uh, at Hughes89N I'm just listening Grax just listening those groupies um, at Scatty Ginger uh, current name um, I think she's called Keith at the moment that's Loopy Lou she was called Keith this week I thought that was hilarious. Um, what? Okay, that's a bit odd. Why did she decide to change her name? I don't know. I think it was some sort of witness protection thing. Um, ah, yeah, at, at Crapola Tombola, otherwise known as Keith. So good work there, Keith. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> well done. Um, oh, interesting. I've just had a question come in. I'll, we'll, we'll approach that later, I think. You mean you've had a question for the podcast? Yeah. Live on the air. Would you like to approach it now? 
Yeah, I think now's a good time to Fantastic. plug that I was in. Bab- babbling on, but here we go. Um, yeah, quick Tom. plug. For all those people who want to actually contact us on live on the show, you can do that by tweeting rgprod. That's our Twitter name. Or you could do hashtag rgpodcast, which we can read. Or you can email us at rgproductions at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll say all that again at the end of the show. Or we'll write it in the uh, space below. That's right. All I'm sorry. I-, I interrupted you. What were you okay, saying? Okay. This was uh, Thomas at Tommy Kaboom. He um, he posed a question: Where do homeless people touch themselves? Where do homeless people touch themselves? Well, actually, it says where do homeless people masturbate. Oh right, well, that was, makes more sense. I was I was censoring it. I guess the answer of where do homeless people touch themselves is in there. Oh, it's on the, the top of their head because they're the... trying to check to see if they still got hair. I've never. This is another interesting. One. I did ask him this. I said, "Why have you, I've never seen a bald homeless person?" Um, mm. I was I was speaking to my wonderful housemate. We watched we watched a movie last night. Um, yeah. Sam. She listens every week. So say hello to Sam. Hello to Sam. She'll love that. Um, yeah. I, Sam and I we we couldn't work it out. Why there are no bald homeless people? I've seen bald ing homeless people. If that counts. But are we talking as bold as me? With my uh, head, hair, uh, yeah, with, with my shiny <laughs> bowling ball of a head. Yeah, basically. Uh, You're right. I, I've never seen homeless persons with no head of hair whatsoever. I know. I've it's... seen. I don't understand why they've got thinning hair. I've I've seen some people here. They have the long, luscious locks, which has got a chrome dome on the top. I've seen some transvestite, which has got thinning hair and wonky eyes, but <laughs> completely bald. But uh, pick up a penguin. Yeah. Um. So you've seen a trans a balding transvestite homeless person? Is that what you're saying? Yes. That is exactly what I'm saying. That's like the proverbial Kinder Egg of homeless persons. That's the three wishes all at once. Yeah. You know, you've not you've not just got transvestite on the street you've got a balding homeless transvestite fantastic yeah um, and he's got stubble too he's, he's a very nice chap though, he's a nice chap is has he got a lady name do you know i've never built up the courage to ask him oh. or her or it i don't know oh well well we we are an equal opportunities podcast so that's right um we are ah yes um we are absolutely happy to talk to anyone anyone that'll listen we'll talk yeah. at you <laughs> Oh dear, so what else is new in the world of Grax? Well, late night baking has been my passion for the last couple of days. Late Hold on. night baking. Hold on, insert music here. Ladies and gentlemen, BBC4 presents Late Night Baking with Grax. On this yeah. week's show, muffins and cupcakes. That's how, right. How did that work out for you? Was it good? Well, I think it worked out pretty well. So on, uh, on the Wednesday night, I managed to get on with some flour and some eggs and some water. I managed to make myself some fantastic selection of profiteroles. Oh, nice. Yeah, profiteroles, baby. And they are the size of tennis balls. Mm. Um, well, great. Good good to hear that. So yeah. you, you basically... And then been... the next day, my significant other, she was making some cupcakes. So you were making oh, some chocolate-covered yeah. balls. I was making some chocolate-covered <laughs> balls. Oh. The sweet kind, not the salty. Ah, oh, baby, I like yeah. your um, I like your sexy baking voice. That's right. Is, is that what? Is that how you talk when you bake? That's right. When it when it gets after dark, it's <laughs> a little bit sexy with the flour and the sugar. It's like ghosts. Oh yeah. It's like baking with ghosts. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of that ghost scene where um, the woman's like molding the pottery, and the, the guy comes up and just like grabs her. 
don't yeah, know why. Bit bit wrong if he literally just grabs her. I'm not entirely sure. I think you've been watching Crime Watch, actually. Oh, oh really? Sorry. <laughs> I get those two mixed up all the time. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, um, I, I was so... baking up late into the night, even up until one o'clock in the morning, because wow. I was hosting a bake sale. You are a master baker. That's right. I am a master baker. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it too. Oh, just, just follow the instructions and go with it. That's my instruction. What flavor is your What flavor is your cream filling for your balls? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing unusual. Just a nice white creamy center. I had to fluff it. I had to whip it up a bit. Did you? I had to whip it up to make it nice and thick. Oh, oh you got thick cream. Oh yeah, I had some really <laughs> thick cream. There's the voice and, again. And. <laughs> It was one of my most popular items on sale. Really? Uh, your yeah. chocolate covered People... thick th- your chocolate covered thick cream filled profiterole massive balls. That's right. People can't get enough of the stuff they're just shoving in their mouths, buying two or three at a time. Wow. So they, just, they just couldn't stop themselves and I was like, Yeah, that's right. Stay... You shove you shove those balls in your mouth. In the voice. Always in the voice. Yeah. Wow. That'll be that'll be two pounds, please. <laughs> what what? <laughs> It's all for a good cause. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's all my fundraising to try and generate as much money as I can for my London Marathon run, which is in April 2014. Yeah, so podcast people, if you do get a chance to sponsor Grax, please do. What's the website? virginmoneygiving.com forward slash Grax domain. Yeah. That's okay. I'll post a link down below in the doobly-doo. Please do. We haven't, we haven't talked about that for about three weeks now. So Yeah, pl- please sponsor me. I, I, I might be struggling a bit with funds. Yeah. I need to raise £2,250, and so far... Over this weekend, I've raised five hundred pounds. Really? Yeah, that's but a lot. Of prof- that's a lot of balls you've been selling. Yeah, Are you sure my... you haven't been pouring yourself out? Well, I didn't want to say that because I want to give myself a bit of credibility. But now the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> a bit of yes, credibility. <laughs> I have been selling my balls. <laughs> Just wanted to give myself. Thanks, a Andy. Bit of credibility. Thanks. And I'll never get into politics with this skeleton in my closet. Talking about hoes. Yesterday, I was. Um... I was on a bus in okay. in Greenwich this week. Um, yesterday, I I was on a bus in deepest East London, and I came across a surgery on that bus, which was called Surgery Whore Medics. I thought that was an interesting combination of business. Okay, uh, was that spelled W H whore? H O R A horror. Oh right. What do you think they did? As a business. Extras. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think they did. <laughs> Whether you wanted it or not, my knee really hurts. Get your cock out. Um, <laughs> well, I don't want to. That's an interesting business model. Next week on Touched by a Doctor. <laughs> I've got, I put a picture on our Twitter feed. Have a look. Surgery Horror Medics. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the phone number is 85462527, which tells oh, yeah. me that was a long time ago. Wait, do we actually want to put it out there? Um, what do you mean? Well, the phone number might still be active. What if What if somebody on our show decides to phone that phone number? So if they, if you want to dial, or try it now. Feel free. Te- oh, okay. Te- uh, no, no, no oh, you can if you Wait. if you really want to. <laughs> Let's do it live. Let's do it live. Let's We're doing it live. Eight five four six two five seven. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it now. Yeah, Here whip out your phone. I'm, I'm doing uh, it live on air. I'm going to ring Surgery Hall Medics yeah. and ask for. Uh, an appointment with Dr. Chow. <laughs> yeah, put on speakerphone. <laughs> Dr. Chow. That's hilarious. Um, here we go. So, 
six two five seven. Um, if you want us to call you on the RG podcast, feel free don't, to don't direct message. Direct message me your number, and we'll we'll call at RG Prod. Here we go. I'm ringing. Oh, okay. I'm ringing. Here it is, live on the line. Here we go. The number you have called is not recognised. Oh. oh Denied. Oh, no touchy touchy there. That's bang out of order. Or bang out of hoarder. I don't get it. That's the first technical joke for this week's podcast. Hooray! It was only four last week. I'm trying to beat it with five at least. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the on the um, on the whoring. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you know this? Obviously, our podcast will go out on Monday. Monday will be Valentine's week. It will. The week of Valentine's. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my local rag, my local press has been full of Valentine's schwitz this week. Which is good. I like um, And there was an article called Calling the Love Doctor. And this is by a lady called Hayley Quinn. I'm not going to advertise her website. Hayley um, looks quite moody and she looks a bit like Lara Croft. She's got very large features. Um, and she's basically saying finding a date for Valentine's is a potential minefield. But love doctor Haley Quinn says it doesn't have to be like that. She says she's helped more than she's helped teach. Get this, more than a hundred thousand men across the globe how to seduce women. That's impressive. Wait, say that again. Haley Quinn. Other Quins are available, like Chris Quinn, for example. Or Harley Quinn. Or Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, she has helped teach more than 100,000 men across the globe. That is, across the globe, including the Isle of Wight for Simon Dennis, who, who listens in, all the way to Guernsey, to Egypt, to Vietnam. Hayley Quinn, she's been there, and she's helped more than 100,000 men. She's helped them to seduce women. I don't know if she's done it personally or just given them a verbal advice. Wow. Okay. So she's managed to find she's found herself in Wandsworth. It's obviously gone horribly wrong for her. Yeah. And she's she's offering us her services. Mm. So here's a little here's a little tip. If you fancy someone in your office, then uh, doctor let's call her Doctor Quinn uh, says. <laughs> I love that. To love Doctor Quinn. Um, if if you fancy someone in your office, then. Uh, Quinny says, make them know how you feel, but keep the date suggestion fairly casual. Good advice. She says, just say, it's good chatting to you, but it's always in the office, and I'm concentrating on my work, so let's catch up for a coffee sometime. Textbook. Oh, she's good. That's a good line right there. Textbook. So, you know, scenario. My line's so, mostly you know, like, which is... I like your... <laughs> Sorry? I was going to say, my line is usually, like, oh man, you've got a really good bottom. How about we uh, take it for a spin in the pub? A spin in the pub. I'm gonna. That's right. That is a surefire winner. You should you should offer your advice to a hundred thousand men across the globe. I know. I, I was thinking. So um, this is your annual appraisal. Um, I thought we'd catch up, talk about the last six months. Um, by the way, we only ever really speak on the office environment. Do you fancy taking this a bit further? Mm. Yes or no? I am grading you on this answer. Uh, oh wait. <laughs> Uh, that makes more sense because I was thinking, well, my boss is a man, and I can't really <laughs> suggest yeah. that yeah. to him. I, I'm not telling you what to do. That's just general advice. Uh, yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, uh, asking him for a coffee says um, says what it's going to be, coffee, 
and how long it will last, and if it turns into dinner, that's great. Hold on a minute. So you have to be quite prescriptive. I'd yes. like to take you for a coffee. It's going to be mm. at a coffee shop. It might last as long as it takes you to drink the coffee. Coffee might be hot, so therefore it could take at least ten minutes because then the coffee will it will cool down, and then we could talk, and then maybe you'll be hungry after the coffee, and then we could have some dinner. And do you like anal? That's a good way of slipping it in. (laughs) Perhaps. Anyway, so um, there's more advice. This she just keeps on giving. I can't believe she's giving all this cracking advice for free. So here's here's another good one. Yeah. Okay, and if the one you want is a stranger, obviously, who you see commuting every day, last week's Rush Hour Crush alert, uh, go back and listen to episode 1V. Uh, we talked about Rush Hour Crush. IV. Yeah, IV, 1V, IV, 5, 4. Ah. So if you go back and listen to episode IV. There you go. Um, uh, listen in to Rush Hour Crush. I think this is what she's kind of talking about. Yes, please do. So here we go. And if the one you want is a stranger who you see commuting every day, then be friendly and start a conversation. Haley Quinn, Dr. Quinn, the 27-year-old, says... You have to get the age in there. You, you need to get good at getting the other person to trust you <laughs> by speaking about yourself. Instead of saying, what stop are you getting off at? Which, to be fair, is pretty, uh, you know, controversial. Which, uh-huh. if I put my uh, sexy voice on... <sighs> Which stopped you get off that? Um, <laughs> probably won't work. <laughs> Oi, darling. What stop are you getting off that? Beautiful. Me too. <laughs> what a coincidence. Oh, and as oh. we get off of that stop, we can get off on other stops. Yeah. What are you saying? Don't, you can trust me because I'm making polite chitter chatter. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, you can, to, to get them to trust you. Unbelievable. Hello. Um... I do I do normally look like a trustworthy kind of guy, but um, we're on a bus, so you never know. Anyway, so she says, this is the line of the week. Yeah. Instead of saying, what stop are you getting off at, in the least harassing way possible, yeah. say, I can't believe I have five stops to go before I get home to Croydon. What's that all about? No, no, hold on. I, there's, an, there's an immediate problem. Okay. Sorry, did you read that again? I just need to make sure I heard correctly. Instead of saying, what stop are you getting off at? Say, I can't believe I have five stops to go before I get home to Croydon. What kind of opener is that? The sort of opener of someone with Alzheimer's. Because you, you know where you live. What sort of, what sort of line is... Oh, I can't, be- I can't believe I- there's still five stops to where I get off the bus every single day. Yeah, I think you find you can believe that because you live there. Move closer to the fifth bus stop away from your home. And then the conversation is, oh, I've arrived. Do you want to get off the bus and have a coffee? It might take half an hour. Maybe we could have dinner. I can't well, believe... The other issue is like, the- what's a woman supposed to reply with? It's- I know. Of- oh, I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's yeah. supposed to go, yeah, that is a pickle. No, you're yeah. right. That is a... Oh, five more stops. I mean, it's only three stops for me, but my goodness, the things you have to go through in your day-to-day life. I feel like I we're think we should. I think we should distance. meet up. I now firmly trust you. <laughs> yeah, that's what would like to happen in in a fantasy world. But what most likely is happening is because, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Sorry, someone came up to me on the bus. If a girl, I mean, if a girl came up to me on the bus, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely brilliant, fantastic. Let's talk all day. But if I was a woman, and um, if I were a girl, um, 
Yes. Other songs are available. Um, other sexes are available. Um, yes. If I were a girl and a guy came up to me and said, oh, I, I can't believe there's five stops until I get home. I just, I don't think I could must, muster up a reply to that. I'm like, yeah, don't but, just but, don't acknowledge him. Just look away. Go, oh, just, I'm not looking I just press press the bell and get off there. Just instantly, <laughs> and just wait for, wait half an hour for the next bus. So um, there's oh, one, we, we one... need to make a skit out of these. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, this is banked. I'm keeping this. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm keeping this paper is because I've I'm actually in this paper. My picture's in it, but um, all oh, right. I've got a little scrapbook of all the times I've appeared in the paper. Um, <laughs> it's massive. And um, so is the picture. Um, and um, last piece of advice from Dr. Quinn. Um, other doctors are available. I just found out something about Dr. Quinn, but finish the story. Have you have you gone on her website? No, one better. I've gone to the dailymail.co.uk. It has an article about her. About Hayley Quinn? About Hayley Quinn. Oh, I can't wait for this. Right, so we'll finish this up quickly. Yeah. So she says... Um, okay, <laughs> fuck it. This is awful. I love this. This set. Okay. The most effective line is, I just saw you and I had to come and say hi. If you can say, I saw you walking past in that red dress and I just had to say hi, the woman would know that you're talking to her specifically and not hitting yeah. on every woman in the bar. Hello, that is a cracking red dress you're wearing. Hello, that is a cracking red dress. I'm wearing a black dress. Hello, that is a cracking red dress. I'm not even a woman. Hello, that's a. Um, <laughs> Uh, what? Well, let's see. That line only works if, if you're as handsome as, say, Hugh Jackman or Jason Statham or Dan- Daniel Craig. You have to be that attractive and that famous for that line to work. It's, it's brilliant. It's just yeah. top advice. Uh, I just... If, it was, if it was a couple of schmucks like you and me came up to a woman <laughs> and said that. Hold on, what? Like both of us at the same time? Yeah, that would <laughs> in, be weird at all. In unison. How are you yeah. doing? How are you? <laughs> you look good. You look loved in that red in dress. In a red dress. We should go out sometime. <laughs> Join the Hive Collective. <laughs> um, the other this uh, is not weird. <laughs> we are real. <laughs> Please, you could trust us. It's only five poor stops to our home. <laughs> <laughs> Under the bridge. Of course, it all makes sense now. We're just linking all these lines together. We'll make the ultimate one-liner. We can sell it. <laughs> um, the other thing she says is, um, and even if it feels like there's no good reason... Always ask for their phone number. Hayley, you're an idiot! Well, you mentioned a name and then you said don't find her on the internet. So I went and found her on the internet. RG Productions is a detective agency website. Um, so if you need Powered us, by Google. If you need us and, to hunt anyone down, just tell Well, this tell is us. the thing. I just wanted to see what she looked like. And so I saw a couple of links on Google and I clicked on the one that was from Daily Mail. And the headline for this is, I've become so good at the dating game, I'm addicted to it. Oh, Meet the matchmaking expert who cannot hold down a boyfriend. Can, can you tell me the statistics in there? How many men she'd said that she'd sort of helped? Is that in that <clears> well, article? Well, there's nothing precise, so I'll, I'll just quickly read out. And there's a nice picture of actually of Harley Quinn, where uh, she's wearing uh, short, short D- Daisy Dukes, a bra, lacing um, arm gloves, and nothing else. And she's like being doing a bit of a sexy pose. The story reads on. Harley Quinn, who has helped teach 100,000 men how to seduce women, cannot find a boyfriend for a reason that would have scandalized high society Georgians. He is a dick. <laughs> Georgians, yeah. Georgians. When was this written? Um, <laughs> it's like 1860. 2011, actually. <laughs> okay, carry on, carry on. Anyway, wait, wait. Uh, go back. Um, the, where is it? Uh, 
100,000 men, how to seduce women, cannot find a boyfriend for a reason that would have scandalized high socialized Georgians. She is addicted to casual flings. Oh, hold on a minute. Well, one, mm. I've got a question immediately. Okay. I've, I've just found this article as well. Oh, good. Um, so this was 4th of October 2011. Yeah. And it says she's helped teach 100,000 men. Yeah. And this week, February the 6th, 2014, she's helped teach 100,000 men. What's she been doing for the last three years? Having casual flings, apparently. Dirty girl. I mean, good the f- girl. Good girl. The, f- the frustrated 24-year-old earns a high salary as a professional dating expert who teaches shy guys to bag the woman of their dreams. Right. But despite going on more than 200 dates in the past year herself, bearing in mind this was written in 2011, <laughs> uh, often as many as seven in seven days, she cannot hold on to a man. Oh, my God. Haley says she has become so good at seducing men, she is addicted to it and finds it impossible to settle down. The pretty brunette who lives in a central London, who lives in central London, central London. Excellent. There's always a chance then. Describes herself as a more extreme Carrie Bradshaw character from Sex and the City. Right. She says, my bigger problem is that there's one client I just can't crack myself. I, um, I think we should dip into the comments below. Because oh, okay. <laughs> it's my favourite part. Um, uh, I've got Willy, yeah, yeah. Willy Wonka. Uh, Willy Wonka from Oompa Loompa Land says, I'm free. Um, yep. So that's good, good, Hayley. Uh, Buddy from Texas, USA. Hayley, call me! Oh, this is harsh. Scottish bloke says, face like a bag of chisels. <laughs> She's not that hey, bad looking. She's got a face like a bag of skittles. Uh, I did say skittles, not um, chisels, but doesn't same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I know this is not so PC, but she could hold me down any day. 40 plus clicks, 15 minuses. That's from Stuart Wellingborough. Okay, we have some logic here from Ella in Canada. She says, I wish some girls would learn it's really not difficult to get a man into bed. It isn't your amazing seduction abilities or mark of how sexy you are. I think she's trying to say you're good looking as it is, Haley. You don't need to seduce people. <laughs> Men want to sleep with you because you're pretty. The bigger challenge, in fact, uh, yep. would be if we had a, a heffalump, a round <laughs> woman okay. with pig features to be able to seduce men. <laughs> that would be a sex expert. Um, so a sex expert, yes. That's right. I just want to round it up with um, under, the, under the comment, face like a bag of chisels, which obviously, Scott, Scottish bloke, you, are, you must be just... Just loving it. You must have women falling off you oh, by the day. Um, but the person underneath has has made it. Has said, "I love these self-proclaimers." I just think that's absolutely fantastic. I think that's slightly racist. I think that's a pun, personally, on the whole Scottish thing. But um, yeah, it is. Um, any other news? Um, forty thousand grand. No, forty k a year for her dating exploits. Wow, we are definitely in the wrong business. Did you know? That um, 500 miles of the Proclaimers is 804.6720 kilometres. Yeah, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. I would walk 804.6720 kilometres and I would walk 804.76200 kilometres more. To oh. be that man who walked thousand something extra kilometres <laughs> to walk right at your door. Hey. Yeah, I'm going to stop now, otherwise we all going to sing the proclaims. Um, fantastic. We, should rewrite, we should rewrite that, actually. But I, t- I tell you what, I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, look, there's another piece in the Metro this week. It says, passing the Valentine's test. Oh, For no. a great Valentine's meal, 
you need all the right ingredients, including a venue with good food hygiene. Uh-huh. You do. What you don't want after going out for a Valentine's meal is um, the shits. <laughs> that uh, is true. Here's some advice. Um, know your partner. Always a good start. Yes. Uh, another piece of advice. Sharing's caring. Do, do, um, do share dishes, apparently. We have had another response to your request for questions. Ah. Why? This is from Annie underscore Callie. Oh, she is so beautiful. Ah, Blossom. Oh, Blossom. Um, at Grax Bishop, not at Grax Bishop and at, at RG Prod, I, I mentioned. So she's obviously ignored the uh, the orders, which is not usual for a German. Um, <laughs> hashtag racist joke. Um, what? <laughs> why are tourists always in your way in London? And why do mothers seem to become immune against the noise of their own children? Those are some very good questions. I think um, I think tourists that they they don't have any sense of direction. Um, they just like, oh my god, look at that! 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 I'm gonna walk over here. Oh my god! And then us London folk. I, I being I I do habitat in London. I am a London person at the moment. You're a Londoner. I'm a Londoner, and I do stuff with pies. Um, that's probably what Londoners do. Um, yeah. I imagine I'll ask. Um, <laughs> I'll ask my London expert. Hold yeah. on, at um, at I smell lovely, George. She's my my East London expert. Our East London correspondent. I'll ask her. <laughs> If, yeah, please do. If London's get annoyed, but yeah, tourists do get in the way. This. They do, don't they? They do. They just can't help themselves. Yeah, I, th- I have a theory about this. I believe it's because they have a bubble of ignorance or a bubble of uh, non-special awareness. They're so caught up in their world and they're not paying attention to what their surroundings are that they're willing to stand to stare at something like Big Ben for hours on end, even if it's in the middle of the road with traffic diverting. <laughs> get out of the way! Yeah, I don't care. Stuff like that. So there and, you go, uh, and that's that's a good answer to that, I think. They don't well, care. Well, the thing is, there's, there's some advice as well from I heard from this New Yorker talking about how to deal with tourists, or how tourists should work in New York, but I think it applies to London. Is either you ask for questions, or get out of the way. <laughs> Fair enough. It's black I mean, and white for New Yorkers. and New Yorkers, they're willing to help you out because they understand you're a tourist Just... and you need some help. Just if you don't need any help, get out the way. Everyone's too busy for you to be standing there like a mouth breather, getting in the way, disrupting the flow of the city. Yeah, um, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> and thank you very much. Um, I, I, you know, we appreciate your time. Should we? Um, should we uh, yeah. I'm asking. I'm gonna. I'm putting this on Yahoo Answers in a moment. Um, okay. In London. Yeah. So, um, Should we answer the second sorry, question Grant's or going? save it for next time? Pardon? Should we answer Anne's second question? Why kids mm. mothers seem to be mean to noise their kids? I have no idea. I can't answer that. It's a mystery to, to me. I have to get a mum in. Okay. Okay. Times are pressing, and I think we've got a lovely Mr. Bell on the line, so to speak. Yes. So, um, how well, about um, we move on to get him? He's, e- he's eager. He even messaged us on uh, Twitter right now to say, let's get podcasting. And he's got a copy of the uh, Mercury. He does, hands. he does. That means we're onto a hot podcast topic today. Yeah. So, um, ladies we'll, and gentlemen... We'll have a word from our sponsors. Yes! And um, then we'll just get back to, to the show. On that, I just wanted to thank Sally PC. She passed on this particular sponsor this week, at Sally PC. 
And now, a word from our sponsors. Let's avoid hemorrhoids. Let's escape bottom grapes. Never fear, our cream is here. Hemorrhoid. Had enough of holding guff. Wounded cheeks, sore for weeks. Never fear, our cream is here. Hemorrhoid. And that was a word from our sponsors. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. Ladies and gentlemen, the Internet Zone, Michael Bell. <laughs> I'm back again. What the hell? Oh, this guy. Just I think keeps I got more important. Back. I have a more important question. Why does he get a decent introduction and you and I get nothing? <laughs> well, got, that's the name of your show. You're, you're, this is this is you. It's all about you. Oh yeah. Welcome yeah. to. I'm just the uh, guy. I'm just the guy that comes up every Saturday. He's like, well, he's clearly not doing anything. Let's give him a shout. All of our friends yeah. are busy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> unless you're looking a bit empty, so uh, here's our very own Michael Bell, the filler. Well, just to be fair, actually, today I feel gifted because, Michael Bell, you you sent us a tweet with what you are looking at physically in front of you. I did, I, yes. I presume it is remaining <clears throat> the same. So I'm going to, for people, this is public, so you, you've been on a chaser of <laughs> di- Diet Coke, yep. Alpro Soya. Vanilla and, Soya, my friend. Oh, Alpro Vanilla Soya and mm-hmm. Relentless Energy. How's sugar, that worked out? Sugar for free, you? relentless energy. So it's Diet Coke, sugar free, yep. sugar free, relentless energy, and sugar free Alpro vanilla milk. Yep, yep, that's have, the one. Do you have a name for that for that chaser? Um, diarrhea. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, embrace it. Or, or, or just poor life decision. Poor life decision. Um, yeah. There's there's something in the corner that's glowing green by the fireplace. What's that? Oh, glowing green. Oh, that's one of my Christmas baubles with men behaving badly, so I'll take two of them. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, you've got an in- what's the DVD collection there underneath the desk. Um, There's a few there, yeah. I've got... I've oh, Because I've I live on my own, I've got three rooms. So I've got one room, which is just my cave, basically, which is full of DVDs and a few guitars and things. Dungeon. A dungeon. But I need... Will. Yeah, pretty much a sex dungeon. Without the sex. <laughs> but without the sex. Um, all sex- the bondage all the bondage a sexless no. dungeon I've got all the toys no one wants to join me and um, yeah so I've got all my DVDs there but they need sorting out so I thought if I took them downstairs I'd sort them out while I'm watching telly or writing or something um, and now um, I'll just watch them and they're on the floor they're on the floor and I just watch them occasionally Yeah, fantastic so Michael Bell welcome back thank you for having me no we appreciate your time um, Grax as you said you're right I think we need Michael Bell to introduce the RG podcast. Do you not agree? <laughs> yes, I agree. Maybe the next show, if he decides to come along, we would say, all right, Michael Bell, you've got to introduce Grax and Andy to the RG podcast or something like that. Yeah, I think so. It's only fair, isn't it? And we, we need our own noise-making devices. Right. <laughs> I, I yeah. Do, I can do one now. Um, I don't know if I've got There's no available. time. We've got to get on with the show. I can do a quick yeah. one. I'll, I'll, I'll try and do I'll give you a quote anyway. Okay, oh. here we go. Give me a quote. <clears throat> okay. Uh, listen to the RG podcast. It's all right. Wow. Yeah. A, vo- a vox pop. Thanks yep. very much. Big, big selling there. Big selling. Gonna... That's actually pretty accurate. I must say. <laughs> listen to the RG podcast. If you've got it's, an it's... if you've got an hour to kill, and you know. Yeah, literally. A very high boredom threshold. 
hour 24 last week. Bloody hell, was it? <laughs> I don't know why I said bloody hell and watch it. I listened to it twice. I know! <laughs> you spent almost three hours of your life listening to yourself and us. Analysing so- myself. Was I funny there? Was I funny? No. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, dear. Um, so, Michael Bell. Yes. The Litchfield oh, Mercury. Shit. Bugger. Missed oh. it. I missed it, yeah. You've I thought, let I, thought if I used the, the bell was quite expensive because I, I got it from John Lewis. I thought if I use it enough, I'll get it um, on a tax rebate. Oh well, yeah. if you want to mention John Lewis again, go to John Lewis. It's all right. <laughs> Another quote, brilliant. <laughs> um, in in the other in the picture, we have this mm. week's Litchfield Mercury. You certainly do. I'm just shaking it there for the benefit of uh, the viewers to prove I have a paper in front of me, which is yes. edition number eleven thousand eight hundred. You've what is it? Good eyes, haven't you? Eleven thousand eight hundred and what? Uh, eight hundred eight. Eight hundred eight. I'm. I'm. This week, I've been working on the the ones of Guardian, um, and it's edition doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> edition one. <laughs> well, this the, the Mercury was followed in eighteen fifteen. Established, and uh, you can follow it on Twitter if you really want to. Uh, I think we're going to have to talk to them on Twitter because we talk about Literal Mercury every we week. Give them free advertising every week. Yeah, follow it's... us on Twitter at Lich Mercury. We'll put it in. I can't. Um, I'll, be, I'll be kicked out of the town if so. Uh, I have noticed it costs seventy. Of the community. It costs seventy pence where purchased. Oh, I, I just get through the door. I don't pay for it. Good boy. That was a burning question. Oh, <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit early. Would you purchase the Literal Mercury? No, is the answer. No, no, no. Not if you've got any sanity left. But anyway, um, anyway. This, this just in. News fresh from the Literal Mercury, mate. Mm-hmm. What's uh, this week's... Oh, I'm not going to bother. Um, no, I wouldn't. No. Central Europe news. News from the West East Midlands. Midlands of Middle of England. Middle East. Well, this week, there's not a great deal in it. Who, who would have thought that? Um... And again, I don't read the articles because I value my my brain. But um, other brains are available. I so I look, I look at the pictures and then decide if I want to read it or not. <laughs> like a good book. Ex- exactly. <laughs> always always judge a paper by its cover. And uh, I saw this picture, which I, I will tweet to you because it's bloody fabulous. Please do. If I, I don't know why I said fabulous. That's quite that's quite a camp. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, it's, it's a fantastic picture of this of this lad. Uh, I say lad; he's about a seventy-five-year-old man with oh, right. uh, some fishing stuff and a big net. And I was like, "Well," and he's got a big smile on his face. And I was like, "Well, okay, I'm gonna read this now." Has it uh, got a caption? It doesn't have a caption, but it's. Oh, uh, I've let to- me down. <laughs> basically, there is this there's this charity called uh, We Love Litchfield, apparently. Right. And they thought the best way to raise some funds was to do an event called the Big Fish. Right. Which is... I'm intrigued now. Which is basically just trying to get all these old fellas, um, send them down the lake or pond, I don't know where you fish. The local wet hole. Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> wet hole, nice, well done. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to they're try and fish to raise charity. <laughs> but, like, there's no ponds already. There's, like, one big lake thing around Litchfield. I don't think there's any fish in there, because it's full of beer cans and used condoms. And, um... <laughs> okay... Yeah, so that I don't, I just can't work this one out at all. They're just doing a big fish to try and raise money, and it's like, who fishes? That's not a viable thing. Put out a charity single, get some kids to do a dance or something. That's how you make money. <laughs> no, actually, I've got a better idea. What they should do is a charity raise fund to send convicts to clean up that pool. Ah. If it's as dirty as you think it is, that's Cameron's Britain for you. I've, yeah. um, I'm just yeah, exactly. society. I've Vote just, conservative. 
I've just followed the Litchfield Mercury at Litch Mercury. They've just put out an immediate tweet. Advice for hashtag Litchfield. People to avoid winter vomiting bug. <laughs> Sorry, what? Um, apparently, there's apparently the what? shit. The shits are going around. I think it's all oh, the fishing. Oh no! I think what? it's all the fishing. All the condoms. It must be. Why didn't they put that in the paper? That's vaguely interesting. I know, <laughs> and is vaguely useful. This yeah. is live Litchfield news. I feel like I'm getting stuck into East Burning Midlands Central Europe news. I think Andy should be our new correspondent. Michael Bell, you're fired. Oh. oh. I just want to say they have um, given some advice. They, uh, don't share towels and flannels. Okay. Okay. That's that's. Uh, did the people of Litchfield have flannels, Michael Bell? Uh, I don't have any flannels. But, so um, you're not a, you're not a true Litchfield resident, really, are you? Well, I don't know. I haven't haven't gone around with the demographic and, and found out really. I need to get a um, chart. Only eat, only eat shellfish from a reliable source. I'm I'm, I'm a vegetarian, so. Mm. Oh, yes, you well, should, you're safe. You mm. should escape. Um, do you wash your hands frequently? Uh, yes. You're you should be safe. Um, the Litchfield oh, Mercury. Is um, just keeps on giving. Yeah. Do, do you pick your nose for nose treasure? <laughs> for nose pleasure. <laughs> pleasure, treasure, treasure, my treasure. 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 Well, I like pleasure as well. That sounds like a better idea. But you've just made my question even better. <laughs> uh, yes to both. Wow. <laughs> well then, great. And apparently, if, if you eat, and if I don't, I'm certainly going to try now. Yeah. Um, apparently, <laughs> if you eat uh, bogies, it helps your immune system. Really? Yeah. yeah. But I, I travel on the underground. My bogeys are black. I ain't eating that for shit. Yeah, that, that might be quite advanced. The idea is you're ingesting a weaker um, bacteria and diseases into your immune system to fight off. But if, you're, if your bogeys are black, then that's probably a bit too strong. Send them back. <laughs> if your bogeys are black, send them back. Oh, well, I don't know how we're going to get out of this one. I meant back up your nose, not a race thing. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, if you do no. wish to, what's happened? It's what happened. have you started? <laughs> if you, uh, I could see it. Past the uh, uh, next week's Litchfield Mercury <laughs> local podcast <laughs> <laughs> in race in nasal race storm. <laughs> I was just going to say we've made it, guys. Page two, we're in the very big times. <laughs> That's more interesting than a local uh, slip road closing, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Um, I was just going to say I'm I'm on the I'm loving the Litchfield Mercury website. I've never looked at it. I get a paper through and read it occasionally. Oh, this is gold. Police dog sniffs out burglary suspect in Litchfield. (laughs) Great. Well, this week they kind of... I I went for the paper last night, and they kind of gave up around page 10. (laughs) Oh, dear. So (laughs) the the big fish story is on page 7, and after page 10 it's just houses. (laughs) What, you mean houses for sale? Yeah, it's like we haven't got any any news, so here's some houses. Oh, and um, there's a list of dates and stuff, because we're quite near Birmingham. So there's right, loads yeah. of um, pictures of artists and, and musicians and comedians and stuff who were coming vaguely near the town. So it's got, I this, so it's got this massive picture of Miranda because right. she's, okay. she's doing the tour at the NEC. And it's like, Miranda Hart is playing 30 miles away. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she's somewhere nearby. That's, um, that's a half-page article. They've, they've, <laughs> uh, the last, the last, my, my last comment on the Literal Mercury, they have just posted up Mm-hmm. A survival guide for singletons. Valentine's Day 2014. Why isn't this in the paper? I could have used that. Um, they've got five top tips for going solo. Okay. Which is always, always uh, handy Lubri- to get... Warm to your get, hands. Yeah, to get uh, an additional tip. Lubricants. Tipper. Make yeah. sure you've got something nice to watch afterwards. Private space. Uh, and, yeah. and some toilet tissue to clean up. Yeah, that's and ne- fine. And never do it in the train. Ah, yes. There was a bit of chat about that yesterday on Twitter, was there not? Was there? Uh, Grax, you... Um, oh? 
Train was wank it yesterday, day before? Yeah, hashtag train wank. I, I, I put that out there. Oh, uh, oh yes, you Irish, did, didn't you? Irish Sam, wasn't it? It was at Irish yes. Sam. Yes. I'm going to find it. Sorry, I can't remember it. now why you said train wank, but you, you I put think out you just like to put in the word. Yeah, you just like saying train wanks. So, like, okay, I'm gonna, no, here we go. So, Irish at Irish Sam 90. Yes. Uh, she says, seriously, you should not be doing anything in a train toilet that takes more than five minutes. Oh, yeah. Grax Bishop at Grax Bishop responded. That's me. Yeah, it is you. Uh, what about having a really satisfying poo? <laughs> what about wiping your bum Can- to make sure that it's clean? You can't have a satisfying poo in on a train. It's not no, possible. You it's can have a satisfying possible. poo anywhere if you just let it go. No, but you've got that whole terrifying thing where there's the, the doors closed and you can never be sure if they're locked or not. Uh, the you're, virgin, clearly never, yeah. you're clearly not letting go. No, the virgin risk, the risk poo. That's what I call that. You've got to go, but you just can't trust. You just can't trust the locking system. Um, I thought I'd gate crash the um Twitter conversation. Yeah. Uh, so Grax had said, "What about having a really nice poo?" And then I just came in with hashtag trainwank. Cardboard breaker. I bet, um, you, I bet your parents are proud of you. Uh, well, I did advise my dad to listen to this this morning. I'm going to regret that oh, later. Oh dear. Uh, but we do need we do need listeners. So hello, Andy's dad. <laughs> um, hashtag yes. Andy's dad. That's the one. Um, Grax then said, oh no, sorry, Sam then said, some things are best left unsaid. However, there was a lot of banging about, though. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm um, sticking with my poo statement. So, a really aggressive poo in the... Uh... Yes. Aggressive poo? You're showing it who's boss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah, so um, that was, that's a bit of uh, irrelated news to um, the Literal Mercury's guide for singletons. Um, yeah, get yeah, on, get on a wank on a train. Michael Bell, get get on the Literal Mercury website. Um, I certainly shall. Lots of love advice this week, though, with Valentine's Day. Yeah. Remember, kids, it's Valentine's Day this week. Yeah. So by the time this podcast comes out, you have five days to get yourself ready for this Friday the 14th. I've, I've got a, um, a, cl- a clip here from another paper. Um, it says, Valentine's gift, only if you're lucky, um, which huh? is completely relevant to my life. So Mike. What? So what, you I, send your Valentine's gift to yourself? Or? I was going to send one to you, mate. Do you oh, fancy that? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we, should, should we set ourselves a budget? Uh, well, maximum, I don't know. 350? Maximum 350? Yeah. No, make it a fiver. It's a nice round number. I'm not joking. If Show you... each other your love. I if I, if you... I pay a fiver, I'm expecting a lot. <laughs> and extras. <yeah>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, come on. It's the least you could do. I pay five pounds. <laughs> I bought you a drink. Come on, talk to me for twenty minutes. And and more. Um. So yeah, this is prepare to. Prepare Actually, I, to I be... remember having. Sorry. Um. At uni, there was a. I don't know if this is funny or not. But at uni, I remember having an incredibly drunken conversation with a friend of mine about uh, the etiquette of of buying girls drinks. I was like, if you buy them a drink, that's at least a 15-minute conversation. And the way he was crafting it down was just so funny. Like, <laughs> right, okay, well, a vodka Coke, that's got to be like eight minutes, you know. Oh, if you buy brilliant. a cider, that's 20, you know. Uh, sorry, you're, you're, uh, how much is cider in comparison to vodka where you were? Was it all the same price? Or... Oh, no, surely, no, no I, didn't surely... mean, I didn't mean price. I meant in terms of minutes speaking no, to but, the lady. No, this is it. Surely, though, it should be based on, you know, if you buy them like a yard of vodka, you should get at least an hour and a half because that's more expensive. Where do you go to drink if you're getting a yard of vodka? Oh, I, I'm very lonely. <laughs> and he, he doesn't have much time either, so a yard is very quick. <laughs> just straight in the vein. Um, but so yeah, I, I, get... I just remember it was just quite, just incredibly funny at the end of the evening because some girl hadn't spoken to him. 
And just like, I bought her two vodka cokes. That's at least an hour. Like, <laughs> That's not how it works, mate. She just wasn't interested. Hey, guys. She's married yeah, now. I've just, had, I've just had an idea. Right. Mm-hmm. We should create a book with these numbers. A guide of how... A, 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 a conversion guide of how many drinks gets you how many minutes of this and that and the other. We could sell it. It will sell out at Christmas time. We will make a small fortune. Even better. Why don't we create an app? You're just taking it to the 21st century, my friend. What, we have it in your pocket. So it's called um, Drunk Chat, Drink Chat, Chit Chat, you know. This R- is copyright RG Productions, guys. I don't want none of you people out there who's listening to us. Yeah, all of you. All seven of you. I don't want you taking our ideas. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't we just learn how to talk to ladies instead? What? No, there's no time. What Damn it. Okay. I, I, I struggle in social situations. That's why I'd be a really bad sniper. <laughs> well done <laughs> that's number two that's this week's second hashtag technical joke I've been I've been doing this for what four weeks now you've been doing it for about five or six yeah. that's a bloody good joke well done <laughs> I wrote that I wrote that about six months ago and I've not had a chance to use it and I'm so happy someone found it funny <laughs> Um, I, I've, I, there are some personals this week um, hold on hold on Breaking news. This is Central Europe News Extra. Because this is the uh, RG Hotcast for this week. Lovecast. Nice. Well done. Um, done. What's what's the name of the section in your Literal Mercury? What's the name of it? Is it called... It must have a name. uh, The section here is on page... Oh, 20 something. And um, it's called Date Locally because life is local. It is, isn't it? And lonely. And lonely, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's hear a few. Let's hear it. Well, so my favourite one is this one. Um, Thai female, 39. Yep. Very beautiful, which already comes across as arrogant for me. Obviously. What's that I, about? I know. You can't say you're very beautiful. That's for someone else to say. Yeah. And mm. also, beauty is subjective. Absolutely. Could be beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, just would... blowing my fingers <laughs> out of there. <laughs> wow, you've broken the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this woman already. I'm not going to call her. So, oh. Thai female, 39, very beautiful. That's debatable. Petite, <laughs> self-sufficient, loves Hold cook. on. Hold on. Self-sufficient. What does that mean? I assume heavy masturbator. <laughs> loves cooking. Hi, Andy's dad. <laughs> loves cooking and homemaking. Looking for a caring, kind, single dad. No, hold on. Looking for a single dad. She's looking for a single dad. It doesn't say a kind, you know, a nice man or anything. I want to find a nice boy. No, she's so, looking for a single dad. So must have kids. Pretty man, much. That's bad with of... children. Wanted. Why must did she have just kids put that? and already have a broken relationship. <laughs> she's a mother. Yeah, you, know? yeah. That's you must. Weird. You must it's have a history weird. of disastrous relationships. But I really like that. Well, I was already put I... off. I was put off by the arrogance, and then she just went weird at the end. So no, don't like it. I'm just trying to figure out why she would want a single dad. What's she going to do with those children? <laughs> do you think she's going to send them back to her home country for, for coal mining? Coal mining? What about making clothing? Oh yeah, sorry, wrong, I mean... wrong era. Sweat, sweatshops. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, coal mining. It's probably she's. They're good. You can send her out to Yorkshire. Uh... Yeah, yeah, the, the Yorkshire, the Philippines. Or wherever she's from. No, from Thailand. Sorry, I got the stories mixed up. But I still can't fathom why she wants... Maybe she wants the single dad who doesn't see their kids very often. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to go through the uh, the effort of pregnancy and giving childbirth because, well, he's already got a kid, so he's not going to want to make another one. Right? 
Well, okay. Boys don't I'm... make kids, Drax. Oh. It's, it's, oh. the, it's the ladies that do the babies. Really? I saw it in a book. Oh, really? I, I didn't know these things. Okay, I've got one. My whole life's a sham. I've um, I'm, I've dipped into... Damn, that Mrs. Shreve's your biology teacher. She lied to you. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I think she was trying to tell me something. Mm. I've, um, I've you dip- were saying, Andy. Yes, I've dipped into the Wandsworth Local Guardian. Also, page 20-something. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's called Two's Company. And that's a registered trademark, apparently. Cassis. Um, so here we go. I'm Is the next find... page for a crowd? It's all for people wanting reasons. <laughs> yeah. One's worth fun and laughter. Um, okay, so I'm going to pick. Ooh, oh, very nice. Yes, this one looks good. Um, hold on, I'm in. Oh, shoot. I might take another. Um, oh, sorry. Just you carry on. Um, ooh. I've got ooh. a. Uh, there yep. is another oh, no- one there's... underneath. Go on. Oh. Um, this one. Yeah. This one I like because it gives a name, so you kind of get a sense of personality about the girl. Beforehand. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So this one, her name's Joe, which is like a nice name, Joe, Joe, Joe. Jo. Yeah, I like Joe for a so, name. So Joe, she's she's twenty nine, very attractive, which again strikes me as arrogant. Uh, slim, size eight, professional nurse, has her own flat and car. Oh, bonus! Absolutely, she's broad minded and looking for genuine and gen, uh, genuine genuine gentleman and adult fun. So hold on, likes... hold on, hold on. Adult fun. So she likes dinner parties and trying on top hats. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And, um, you know, but she does have a home and a car. I was going to say, if I was um, on the streets, um, I, she'd be the kind of one I'd be talking to. Because you get a home. Free home. Yeah, Major and, bonus. And she's broad-minded, so she knows she's uh, not against immigration. Or... <laughs> and how broad-minded is broad-minded? That's not particularly descriptive. Yeah, yeah, I don't. What? I mean, I if you're opening, if if oh, you're opening line wise, I was just seen another one. Oh, hold on. Abigail lookalike, size sixteen, attractive, Sorry. bubbly, and seeking a solvent, which is a good, good word, a solvent, refined, handsome men with hair, like glue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she wants someone with glue. <laughs> Do you think she's a sniffer? <laughs> but you can only you can only apply for her if you have hair. Hold on. That's hair. It, that, How much hair? And she's an Abigail lookalike. But, How much? But she's hair? size sixteen. I can't remember the other girl being slightly larger. No, no. Well, that's because she really let herself go. Uh, well, fir- we go. hold on. First of all, yes. first of all, two points. Um, which part of the Abigail does she look like? Could be an arm, could be a hand. Never know. Second one. Um, where does the hair have to be on your body? Is she is she flexible? Do we think? She doesn't say anything about her flexibility. Oh, so head hair. It doesn't say I mean, she does yoga or anything. So. Scrax, you're a, you're a hairy guy without any hair. I'm a hairy I, I, guy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you, I don't think you got the hair I have. Grax, I mean, uh, Michael Bell, have you seen? Um, you've if seen. You, if you, what are you calling now for a shirt off? I think I am calling oh, for a shirt oh, off wow. right now. Hashtag Let's, shirt right off. Right here, right, right now. now. <laughs> That's it. Let's do it. Um, I will take off my hoodie I'm wearing and then remove the shirt. I've and already then we can do this. It. For those of you <laughs> out there in the Twitter sphere and the the people that we talk to in your ears. And this week, last week, we put out a couple of videos through RG Productions um, about the Apple T's and C's. And in the first video, you can you get a pretty good impression of how hairy Grax is. So check that video out. We'll post the videos on the podcast um, on the links below. But alternatively, I mean, if, you can see if, my full naked body by going to waxgrax.co.uk. That's a video where I had my entire body waxed for charity, and that shows you how hairy I was. And guess what, folks? It grew back. Oh, no. That's right. It grew back to its former glory. So, um, Michael Bowie, we Grax put it. Her. 
Yeah. We're coming back with revengeance. And yet um... I have no hair on my head. It's, where's the justice in that? I don't Aww. know. So, Michael Bell, if you want to yes. demonstrate to the Twitters uh, how hairy you are, feel free to you, send a photo through. You need to get waxed or your entire body on video and put it on YouTube. Uh, there's already enough terrifying things going on in the world with, you know, the threat of nuclear war. Yeah, the uh, gay rain. All the gay well, rain. The way I see it is, if you don't do that, I win. <laughs> <laughs> there. Mm. Ultimatum. Okay, let's move on to this week's Burning Westgard! Yes, so, let's. <laughs> let's. Um, this week, I've actually, and I've just had another new question in. This week, um, I suggest we do a quick fire round. I've, okay. got several, I've got several burning questions. I have one, but yeah, let's go for that as well. Excellent, that's good. So, um, we'll kick off with tomato ketchup in the <coughs> fridge. Or, oh. Tomato ketchup in the fridge or in the cupboard? Fridge. Cupboard. Right. Unless you're some sort of heathen. Mm. Well, call me a heathen because I believe they should stay in the cupboard. And I keep mine no. in the cupboard. It's, it's I keep mine in the, the cupboard fridge. too. It's got to be in the fridge. It it's needs to be cold to, to soothe your soul. So you've got warm chips and cold sauce. How does that work? Amazingly well. You know, if, every, every, every sort of condiment has to be kept in, in the fridge. Just everything. Barbecue every- sauce, um, sweet chilli, everything. Everything in the fridge. Yeah, everything in the fridge. Grax, that's what it's like up north. Uh, that is what it's like, clearly. Uh, Although, um, when Grax, not, you, when we're not eating shortbread, we're keeping condiments in the fridge. I, I believe, Grax, you you do keep your um, medical tablets in the fridge. You've got your diarrhea tablets in your fridge. Well, it is to keep them fresh. <laughs> tablets. We don't want mouldy diarrhea tablets. When you say tablets, you mean suppository, right? <laughs> no, not this time around. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... trying to keep my fridge uh, clear of junk. It's, le- it's less severe this time round. Yes. So moving on. Moving on. Quick fire round. Come on. Are tree houses pretentious trees or crap houses? They're, they're crap houses. Yeah, I've got a grave. <laughs> My tree house was a crap one. It was built when I was a kid. Really? There wasn't anything like the penthouse extraordinaires <laughs> that you get. All those cartoons. It was. It was just a pile of woods, barely held together by some nails. That would generally just stab you if when you went up into it. I was a really, yeah. fa- I was a really fat child, so I wasn't allowed a treehouse. So, I, so it's really pathetic. I thought I did instead of making a treehouse up up the tree because I was too fat for the tree, I just put like a blanket on the down on the on the grass by the tree and called it a treehouse. Oh, and then had a lovely picnic. <laughs> well, no, I just ate lots of chocolate there and cried. <laughs> a very fat. Oh. Child. I weighed more than my age. I was a very fat child. Oh dear! Oh dear! Uh, yeah. I- that is impressive. Okay, well, we've learned a new word there. That's great. I'll go on the uh, Michael Bell biography. Um, <laughs> Michael okay. Bell's autobiography, Pissing in the Wind. <laughs> uh, that's for, uh, Yeah, dedicated to Barry. <laughs> um, what is your favourite word? Blamange. Yep, Grax. Flange. <laughs> Interesting. I, I got a better word, but I can't think of what it is right now. I like puddle. Puddle is a, nice. Yeah. Puddle's a nice word, isn't Puddle, it? Puddle, yeah. I, I also like peer. P-I-E-R. I also like vagina. It just rolls off the tongue. Hey! hey! Technical joke. Not anymore. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> um, okay, a very important question. Google, Bing, Yahoo, or Jeeves? I'm going to go with my homeboy, Google. I feel sorry for Jeeves. I feel sorry for Jeeves too. Save Jeeves. He's, Hashtag he's, save Jeeves. He's been put out of a job, you know. He's, he's on the scrap heap. He, we, we saw him in Oxford eating a pizza out of a bin. Yeah. He was doing a funny dance as well on, on the high street. I, 
he's really desperate for ideas and work. Yeah, poor Jeeves. If you see Jeeves roaming Oxford High Street on a Saturday afternoon in his pants, dancing outside a very popular bank... Don't call the police. Yeah, please give him some some money. Give him some money. You just feel sorry for him because he's there with these two puppets trying to make him dance to music and it's just (laughs) like, oh, bless him. You know, he's trying his hardest. And really, ask Jeeves something. That's all we're asking you to do. Ask him something. Just anything. Jeeves, Jeeves, mate, you look a bit down. Fancy a pint? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Ask Jeeves. Perfect. Um, although he probably wouldn't answer yes, he'd probably answer with a series of pint-related information. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you, Michael Bell. The best Jeeves. one of these was actually was um, they they you know when MSN was a thing, they used to yeah, have it... uh, Ask Frank uh, on MSN. <laughs> what? That was the oh, so many happy evenings spent alone just asking Frank various questions. Yeah, that I've sounds just, intriguing. I'll have to look I've into that. I've just taken a load of Red Bull, Diet Coke, and vanilla soy milk. What's going to happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> to be continued um, Okay, uh, we've got a couple of interactive questions now Oh wow, okay. please do So, um, at Zip O Lightning Has asked, and this is a burning question Is it pronounced scone or scone? Scone 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 Scone, every time S- Scone Ah, uh, you see we've got the north-south divide here No, it's a scone, I was lying Grax, it's a scone no, it's, it's a scone. It's a scone. No, it's a scone. It's a scone. It's a scone. No, it's it's. If you want the real answer, if you want... there's not seven O's in it. Scone. If you want a real answer, the real answer, and I've looked into this. Scone. Is both are accepted. Scone. It's, okay, is it grass or grass? Oh, it's grass. It's grass. It's grass. Uh, every time. No, it's, Ca- no. Castle or castle. It's castle. No, it's castle every time. You got no, stop. It's... Stop doing English wrong. No, bath or bath. It's a bath, bath. not a bath. It's, bath. it's a bath. It's a bath. It's a bath. It's a bath. B a r t h bath. I shower. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I I I hope. Um, I have hope. Okay. So there you go. Um, that was a definitive answer for that one. All you've done. All you've done here is just increase tensions between the northern people and the southern people. When this goes from all that war, it will come back to this bloody question. So it at will. at Zippo Lightning. It's, what if you um, started? It's coming back to you. I'm going to retweet that to the world. So after the. After the sc- the scone or scone debate, um, Una's scone, come scone. to us. Yeah, it's a scone. Um, Una's come to us um, at O Keating. Uh, hopefully, no relation to Ronan. Um, if ah! a <laughs> if a KKK member died and became a ghost, how would we know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's brilliant. That is, that's a that's, that is a burning question and a half. That really is. I love the thought of that. I just I could just imagine them being a ghost of white sheet of pepper and going around going, ooh, let's get rid of all the foreigners. Ooh, they're making our white supremacy less so. Ooh. They get the trans- and they'd be transparent because ghosts are transparent. Grax, you can't make the KKK sound cute like a Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> yeah, what's the- ooh, I'm a genuine racist and I hope they die. Ooh. <laughs> well, they've survived because they're a ghost at that point. <laughs> Oh, it's all right. It's you all would, ghosts. you would, you would be able to tell because they give off quite a pungent odor. You know, um, <laughs> they kind of give off a, a smell of white spirit and firelighters. <laughs> Hashtag ghost pun. <laughs> Racist ghost pun. <laughs> Hashtag KKK pun. I hope that answers your question. Um, they'll be transparent. That that's my answer to that question. Do you know what? Someone else has jumped in to. Um, mm-hmm. Someone else has jumped into the scone scone debate. Oh no! You tweeted this out. <laughs> I retweeted the question. Um, oh god! We're in. Uh, we're, yeah, it's great. It's live interaction. Um, at Pop Fictional. Um, doesn't oh, really I know help. Him. I know him. 
doesn't it says definitely scone spelled s-c-o-n-e but that's just scone isn't it yeah this is the problem with twitter you can't do you know um pronunciations on twitter um is that is or that sarcasm go yeah i don't scone s-c-o-w-n it's a bloody scone deal with it or or Scone. I've had enough of this debate. I don't want this to go anywhere. I'm going on Google to find out. If actually, I'm going to ask Jeeves. This, uh, this, <laughs> yeah. Let's ask Jeeves. This mass debate has gone on too long. Everybody, stop everything right now. I found an answer. Stop. Hammer time. Right. <laughs> According to OxfordDictionaries.com, which I used, which I found through Ask Jeeves, the pronunciation of scone is scone. That's a bit biased, though, because you're living in Oxford and you've got the Oxford Dictionary. If yeah, I hold to, on. If I, I was to get the, like the answers. Get if the I was to get the literal dictionary. dictionary. All right. Get the which, literal um, dictionary. Uh, Johnson, Johnson, did, on... Johnson, who wrote the dictionary, was born in Litchfield, so I'm correct. Oh, what? You can't use that logic. <laughs> can and have, sir. Can and have. No. How an, hold on. Uh, burning question, chaps. How has logic become part of the RG podcast? Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> when did we start talking logic? This, this shouldn't have happened. <laughs> oh, it's another horseman oh, no. of the apocalypse. Oh, it's number two's turning up. Is oh. this the downfall of the show? We're not going to make it past episode six. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, that, that wraps up. What have we done? <laughs> Tell my wife. <laughs> no! So a sudden realisation there that logic you is coming You didn't push the it. no button, did you? No. Bre- breaking no. news. Uh... Local podcast cancelled after logic appears after 47 minutes of the Michael Bell section. It's very infectious. <laughs> I, I do have a burning question uh, this week. Okay. Oh, okay. The, right. last, the last burning question of this section is... Now, I, like we've already said, it's, it's coming up to Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know, it is. Uh, romance is in the air. Apparently. Uh, allegedly. And I just wanted to wonder uh, for you guys, what was your worst ever date? Oh. Um, oh, God. I've not, I've not been on many. Um, but I did, I did, I went to, I went on a date at the beginning of the year, the day after, Get um, you. God, it's only yeah, February. the day after, um, actually the same day as RG podcast episode zero. Well, of course you, of course you did. Look at you. Oh I yeah. I'm, I kind of made him run late. Uh, that was a fan- that was fantastic. Uh, that was we, my fault. I'm very yeah, sorry. It was your fault. And that's why it went wrong. No. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I don't know how to act. Like I've talked about my social awkwardness. Um, I just, I, Everything this girl was saying, I was just responding with, that's interesting, that's interesting, that's interesting, oh, that's interesting, to where she would look at me and go, sorry, is this some sort of job interview? And I was like, I'm so sorry. The point is, saying that's interesting, that's fine, but you've actually got to listen to what they're saying. If it's like, do you want to... Respond? Do you want to book rum and coke? That's That's interesting. interesting. (laughs) Uh, My autism may have slipped out during that one. Uh, That's interesting. 36 pineapples. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm going to stab myself with this knife now because I've had enough. Do you want to sit over there or do you want to sit on these ones? That's interesting. You've got got to listen. Um, So, yeah, and she she texted me later on that evening and just said it's not going to work out. So I felt really bad. That's interesting. (laughs) There you go. That was it. Grax. Um, I think I might have mentioned this before, but the only thing that's coming to my mind is the second date I had with this girl. I went speed dating beforehand, and I picked her up because we, we both matched. Yeah, we you had a did. first date. Picked her right up. Picked her right up. I did. Face and we first. Had, went on the first. <laughs> <laughs> under the arm. Just, just. It was under like a, the arm. a fireman's carry. You know. Off we go. <laughs> 
You're coming with me, love. You're coming with me. That's exactly how it worked. You, got, you made all so, your hair into a rope and dragged her <laughs> on. In fact, if, do you want to tell the story for me or should I just carry on? I don't know. This, your stuff sounds more interesting than mine. Carry on, sir. Carry on. So we were on the first date. It was great. And we decided to go on a second date. And we went to this pub. Right. It was very, very busy. And I was worried about getting her drinks or finding somewhere to sit. So I asked her, could you get the drinks and I'll go find us a seat? So I did. We went down uh, and got the drinks. We sat and chatted for half an hour, and then she decided to get up and go. You know what? Look, I'm I'm really sorry. I'm 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 not really in the mood for this. I've had a bad day at work. Uh, I'm really sorry. Oh, I can sort it. Oh, no, sorry, Grax. You're very nice and everything, but uh, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. Okay? Okay, fine. We went our separate ways. The weekend went by, and she sent me an email. She said, "I'm sorry, Grax." An email. That's quite uh, formal. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sorry, Grax, uh, I feel like this isn't going to work, and I feel like you should know why. When you took me to the pub and you told me to get the drinks, I felt that was very rude. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, and I find so, politeness and manners very, very important in a gentleman. Hence why I sent you an email instead of telling you to your face. Yes. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, and she basically ran it up saying, I just don't think it's going to work between us. I find this thing, this aspect very important. I, I hope you are successful in your future, or something along those lines. Wow. And I replied, I was thinking about this going, that's a bit of a weak excuse. It really is. I mean, I could have thought of a dozen reasons why she could have dumped me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I gave her at least six. Yeah, I replied back to her saying, well, okay, if that's what you want. It seemed a bit like a weak excuse to not want to see me, but fine, we'll go with that. That's a hell of a rejection. Huh? Yeah. Just because I asked her for a drink on the second date. In fact, I did actually mention this in an earlier podcast, earlier today, so I don't know if we can cut this out. I asked some groupies and ladies, just, I want to do a survey with all the ladies in the world to say, is it rude to ask the woman for the drinks on no. the second date? No, not the first ask, date. Hold the on, first date, as, I agree. As long as you're paying, because you've got to pay to be the boy, you know, he's like, yeah. If, you, if you're paying for it, it's fine. But no, you know, she can go and get a drink. Of course she can. It's 2014. You, yeah. you would like to ask. 2.5 to 3 billion women. Some that don't question. drink, though. Is that's, well, a, that's ambitious. Well, yeah, because I, would, I, would always buy I need to know. This is an important survey, and I will produce a pie chart at the end. <laughs> okay, I'd like to see that. Oh, so would I, actually. Okay, hashtag pie chart. I would, mm. I would always buy the first drink, but no, if you're chatting and getting along, no, of course you're still okay to get a second. Yeah, off you go, love. Um, so, uh, Michael in Bell. all seriousness, that's the worst state I've ever been in. So, oh, Michael, Michael Bell. Uh, right, my worst ever date happened about six months ago. Last week? Uh, no, it wasn't last week, no. Yesterday? Um, if, oh. if only it was last week, no, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, last week, my biggest date was staying in and rereading my uh, uh, The Smell of <laughs> Smile Reason Mortimer um, script book. There we go. Cut that out. That was shit. My, last, my worst ever date was about six months ago. Okay. And... Basically, I saw I was I, got, I commute on the train every day, and I I'm, oh, I, right. I fall in love like ridiculously easy. Um, how how easy? Oh, if someone's like reading a book on the train, it's like oh, she's amazing. You know, it, it's just ridiculous. Do um do podcasts do it for you? Well, this is the thing. I have um I, I saw on the train to London once. I saw a girl 
um, listening to the Peacock and Gamble podcast on, on her iPod, and I was like, well, I need to marry this woman. She's amazing. Clearly. And uh, so, yeah, podcasts will do. And I, I just fall in love ridiculously easy. But there was this girl I saw on the commute and on the on the Monday. And she was oh, okay. And she just was very pretty, and I just like looking at her. I was obviously not talking. And then <laughs> we figured out yeah. where. And then on the Tuesday, same thing again. She was there. This time I smiled. The Wednesday, I, the Wednesday I waved. And and we're on the same. Hold on. Timelines. Hold on. Hold on. Rewind. What yeah. sort of wave? What sort of wave was it? Um, it was a jolly wave. Like a uh, like a. Did your hands raise above your head or to chest level? No, it was, was it the Queen's wave. Ah, nice. Good choice. <laughs> In my mind, it was like if the Fonz was to give a wave. Um, hey. Hey. But it just—it probably just looked like me just waving and, over enthusiastically. But, but did that do the job? Well, this is it. By the, then, on the by the Thursday, I was—I said hello. Which Hold on, we, did we not miss a day there? Wednesday. No, we no, did. Wednesday did you're, you're interrupting the story, Andy. Oh, sorry. I'm, so, I'm Wednesday. enthralled in this, this tale. <laughs> Wednesday, so Thursday. Wednesday waving. Wednesday Thursday. waving. Thursday, I said hello, and then Friday, I was like, well, Friday uh, on the way home, I was like, right, I've had enough. Let's. I'm going to talk to her. Went up and spoke to her. And uh, very, very lots of sweating, but eventually uh, <laughs> all the waving. Absolutely, um, but we, we arranged to go for a drink on the Saturday, uh, or whatever. Once we arranged a drink on the Saturday at the King's Head in Litchfield. Other pubs are available. They are indeed. There's about six of them. <laughs> okay. And so we arranged to go to the King's Head and took numbers. Blah blah blah. There we go. So there on the Saturday, I put on my you know my best band T-shirt and uh, pair of jeans. Wait. What was the T-shirt? Which band was it? Probably him or Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, sounds good, about right. Good choices. Good choices. And anyway, so I put my best band T-shirt and shirt, and you know, a black shirt over the top because you know I want to look smart as well as casual. Yeah, and black is a good choice for that. Of course, very slimming. And um... <laughs> for a fat baby, don't <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not that fat anymore. <laughs> anyway, so I go to the King's Head for seven seven o'clock or whatever. We're, great, we're supposed to meet at half seven. Right, and I, I get there early and I get myself a drink because I'm nervous. So, plenty of Guinness. <laughs> yard, yard of <laughs> Sit down, I'm sipping away. Got half an hour to think of questions and things to say. Excellent, you interesting. Know, I'm writing note. I'm writing notes on my hand, you know. And uh, so, oh, and it gets to it gets to half seven. She's not there. I guess okay. the, it gets the quarter to eight. She's not there. Mm-hmm. And then I get a text of her saying, "Where are you? I'm at the Queen's Head." Oh no! Oh no! How can a town is... like Litchfield have two pubs with similar names? What is that? Oh about? no! Quite that's easily. like one of the worst scenarios ever. Well, no, lucky because the the, the the city of Litchfield it's quite small. It's walkable, so it's only about a three minute walk around the corner. I was so going to say, are the, are the pubs next door to each other? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're about three minutes away. So I I finish my Guinness and then go around the corner to the to the Queen's Head. Now I again look around, can't see it. Order a pint, thinking she's in the toilet or something. And again, sit down, drink, and another 10 minutes goes. Still not there. So I'm like, I text her, where are you? Oh, I'm at the King's Head. So what? now so now it's becoming like an episode of the bloody Chuckle Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> oh, no. Just going in between the two. Anyway, eventually, after the third time, we both meet up back at the King's Head where we're supposed to. Now, I'm three pints in at this stage. <laughs> oh, no. Fantastic. So we're sitting there ch- chatting away, chatting away, talking and talking. And it's going quite well. Uh, we've got some interest, similar interests and it's all going well. And then she says the line to me that will haunt me to my, death- to my deathbed. All right. You don't remember, do you? 
And oh, my head oh, is just no. going, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Oh, my face dropped at that moment. I've got to know, what <laughs> yeah. don't you remember? Well, it, tu- it turns out about 80 months, two years previously, we'd had a very fleeting and physical relationship. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. no. <laughs> after, an, after an evening out uh, on, on the pop. <laughs> oh, no. Did you go home and play Twister? <laughs> it was Naked Charades. Excellent choice. Oh, my God. And so, wait, so, hold on, a, hold on, a surely... decent relationship with her, and now you forgot who she... Oh, no, man. I, we had... I, yeah. So, <laughs> it was a very <laughs> drunken evening. I'd had this very fleeting physical relationship with this young lady for the, for the evening, and uh, then went about our separate lives. But in my defence, she's, like, changed her haircut and stuff. Oh, um, oh, well, that's okay. So, I, like, no, 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 no. And then she has a go at me, obviously, and then throws a drink at my face in front of this... <laughs> In a in a oh in a quite a nice God. pub, in a very nice pub, so every every bloody person sees. And um, hold on, so hold on, but surely now, why did she wait that long to drop the bombshell? Because um, she's evil. That's why she wanted to see if you remembered, or if this was a Michael Bell act. And then when she actually realised <laughs> Michael Bell doesn't really remember this lady, she got offended. Yeah, yeah, and then the drink was well, thrown. It- Everyone in pub saw. I, I was embarrassed. Finished my Guinness and then went home. Yeah, and cried. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, oh what, my god! What what was her choice of beverage to throw at you? Uh, I think that was a, a I can't remember rum and coke for that. So, did you keep your mouth open? <laughs> Always keep your <laughs> mouth open when a lady's insulting you. Remember, Absolutely. kids. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. That, that's heartbreaking story <laughs> tale to hear. It's not I think re- that's basic. I think that's literally brilliant. It's the best story I've heard in weeks. That's fantastic. Basically, is. Michael used to be a bit of a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mike facts. Oh, mate. Oh, Michael Bell. You've brought glory to the uh, to the RG podcast. That is a story of legend. I tried, I tried. Um, I, She could have told you this on the train. She really could have. Yeah, but she what was building bitch. up and building up and building up because obviously she was obviously annoyed with me. Um, she, I mean, by the by the, that Wednesday when you were waving at her, she mm. must have thought, I recognise that wave. I recognise those hands. What do you do in the What do you do in the bedroom? You don't you're just waving at them. What? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Hello. That's interesting. That's my first. <laughs> <Dude. Ooh. laughs> hey. Oh, that's that's, my... that is interesting. That is <laughs> oh, part of my set menu. <laughs> oh, bravo! I've. Andy had to leave at this point of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> to go and have a lovely wave. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings that brings to the end this week's Burning Questions. Burning Questions. Beautiful. Uh, thank you. Yeah, wonderful. So, moving swiftly on to I don't what... know what we're moving on to next oh Grax how could you not know this is what the audience have been waiting for it's week three the scores are one set all oh, it's wait. RG versus I'm quite surprised we're still doing this <laughs> well we've got to get an ultimate ultimate decider haven't we oh yeah it's a tie isn't it it's Michael a tie at one all so... Grax won this week, I've prepared 11 questions. That is 11. 10% more questions than in the previous two weeks. Good at math. Well done. Well done for math skills. 
Thanks very much. A hashtag <clears throat> Andy Facts. There it is. Um, basically, this is a decider. This is it. You, you guys are even. Mm-hmm. You guys. Right. I mean, last week, Grax yeah. laid down the law yes. and he said, Michael, Michael Bell, I'm going to come and get you. In his um, whilst having a moment, an, em- an empty threat. Well, <laughs> well, it was we'll, a, it was a lovely moment. We'll see. Um, so for for the people that have been listening into the podcast, we we adore you. And how yes. you're managing to get this far, I do not know. But thank you. This week's RG versus for the glory. This is the award, the award winning, the opportunity to say I am the champion of all things knowledgeable for 2014. For the beginning of 2014. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. Yes. Michael Bell, that wasn't the first question. (laughs) Michael Bell, you will answer with... Ding. Fantastic. And Grax, you will answer with... Grax. Excellent. Question one. Yeah. A girl whose Mm. life was made a misery... Oh, yes. A girl whose life was made a misery by school bullies... Now earns a living as witch lookalike. So she now earns a living as a celebrity pop star lookalike. But who is it? Tony Hancock? Uh, nope. Tony Blair? It's a female. Oh. And it's a pop star. Tony okay. Blair is not a female pop star yet. Lulu? Nope. Um... Jerry Halliwell? Jerry Halliwell. Oh! Oh! Jinx! Jinx! You can't talk! Oh, unfortunately, that means the quiz is now void. <laughs> I win! Uh, no. God, I think it proves we're all of a similar age where the pop reference cultures go to Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> um, oh, can God, I, I have kill myself. One last opportunity, or you all scored zero points. Ding! Uh, yes, Michael Bell? Uh, Miley Cyrus. Negative. Grax? Um... Madonna. Oh, sadly not. It was Katy Perry. Who wants to look like Katy Perry? Oh, wait. That's the point. There's like seven girls who look alike and they all look like Katy Perry. I don't understand this trend. What, seven? All, Just seven. Got... She's Just the one seven. that Russell Brand married, right? Yeah. Ah, there we one. go. Yeah. So, um, great. Okay. Unfortunately, no points that's, scored. That's interesting. That's an interesting question. That's why That's why I wrote it. <laughs> uh, well, well, I just took, I took it off the internet, really. Um, question two. A Japanese zoo this week staged an emergency response training exercise. Uh, this was Thursday. Whilst uh, simulating a scenario in which of the zoo's animals uh, did they stimulate an escape of? Ding, following a hippo. Negative. Bugger. Grax. Python. Python? Nope, unfortunately not. Ding. Michael Bell. Some sort of space hamster. Ooh, close, but no cigar. <laughs> Um, by close but no cigar, I mean nowhere near. Oh, okay. Grax. Grax. Panda bear. Oh, close. Again, no. Oh. Ding. Michael Bell. Pigeon. Mm, no. It's either a lion or a tiger. It's one, or a liger. Okay, what? double negative. Michael Bell, you've got two answers now to give. You've got two opportunities uh, here. Gorilla or man. Yes, gorilla! Or man, because man it's is a gorilla. An gorilla. Sweet. We have a point. One nil in your face. Point on the table. It ain't over yet. It ain't over until it's over. Question three. Um, This was a a news report. um, And the headline was, 
Hitler wine causes blank. So Hitler wine causes what? Grax. Grax. Pandemonium. Not quite. I like pandemonium. Michael Bell. For you to become a talented artist with, <laughs> with somewhat dodgy opinions. <clears throat> um, <laughs> sadly not. But very uh, a cracking spokesperson. Um, no. Ding. Michael Bell. Hitler wine. It's better than Foster's. <laughs> Isn't That's anything... an advertising slogan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grax. Grax. Uh, anger. Ooh. Fury. I'm... Yes. Ah, he's correct. Or, Actually, or... I'm going to read it. It's That's Hitler wine. Yeah. Hitler wine. This you'll love. This Hitler wine causes furor. Of course. <laughs> nice. Oh, Thank Hitler you, pun. internet. Hitler pun. <laughs> One all. Technical joke number six. Hitler wine. Uh, yeah. It's we, all right. Yeah, Hitler wine. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's alright. <sighs> Better, f- Better than blue. Better than blue, Yes. Question four. This week's riddle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the one who makes it sells it. The one who buys it never uses it. The one that uses it never knows that they're using it. What is it? The one that smelt it dealt it. <laughs> no. Oh. Hitler wine. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Hitler, what is it? Hitler lubricant? Mm. The one that uses it never knew never knows that they're using it. What is it? Oxygen. Nope. Oh. Deadly silence. <laughs> uh I I don't 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 like riddles. Sponge. Sponge? Literal yeah. flannels. Nope. <laughs> Very good. Nope. Uh, Time. For- Unfortunately, the answer is rehypnol. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! That's one. That's one from the uh, from my classic set of riddles. That I I need to write more of those. They're obviously really good. And one of your dating um, techniques. <laughs> yeah, uh, just before I whipped the old wave out, actually. Um, <laughs> question five. This was a genuine question from uh, Yahoo Answers. What is Satan's last name? Ding. Michael Bell. Morgan. Yes. <laughs> I'll do. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. Uh, you, uh, first to answer wins on that one, sorry. Oh, oh yeah. actually, Elton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Morgan it is. Satan Morgan. Um, question six. Um, this is for a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Where, where can I dump a body? You don't have a friend. <laughs> yeah, where can I dump a body? Ding, Sheffield. Oh, Grax is in first. Okay. New Forest. Cracking answer. They never find yeah, them. Good in answer. There. That's a very good answer, po- actually. Point to Grax. Um, question seven. What is Cheryl Baker's middle name? Ding. Michael Bell. Decent. <laughs> no. Grax. Grax. Sexy. Cheryl Sexy Baker. Not quite. Rolls off the tongue, though, to be fair. Yes. Oh, she does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more shot each. Cheryl Baker's middle name. Grax. Grax. Anne. Cheryl Ann Baker. Hmm. Could be. Ding. Michael Bell. Lady Shoes. Cheryl Lady Shoes Bakers. Um, I don't know really. I just I'm just interested, but I can't oh. I can't give you a point, unfortunately. Um, no 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 no. You you provided us with a with a question that's wrong. We both get a point. Oh, yeah. alright, yeah. one point each. Done. Uh, yeah, it works fine. for me. Good. I will give you. Well, well, I, will, well I will compensate you. Well, 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 well played the both of us. Spend it, spend it. Yeah, spend it. Okay, um, what. Uh, do you know Cheryl Baker's mother's maiden name? <laughs> of course not. Uh, 
I may be trying to get into a bank account. <laughs> <laughs> she actually named uh, her daughter after a middle name, so it's actually Ladyfingers. Ah, oh, right, okay. That might help when I call HSBC later. I was just wondering. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, question nine. I know a PIN number if it helps. Ah, yes. Could you give we'll me the... talk after the show. Seven, give me the... Com- seven, two, eight, four. Oh, no, what have you done? <laughs> if that you is... You opened up our account to everybody. If that is, then fucking hell, I'm going bank robbing. Uh, <laughs> I've, Baker, got ta- I've got an innate talent for this. If Cheryl Baker's in, um, if that's your PIN number, do let us know. It's fine, no one's going to listen to this show. Please tweet her. Uh, um, question nine. What is the age of planet Earth? Oh... To the nearest billion years. Ding. Michael Bell. Isn't it like 60? 60 billion. Okay, that's your, is that your is that your guess? 60? It's 60 billion. It's collecting its pension now. You you only get one guess at this. Okay, is that your final answer? Yep, 60 billion collecting pension. Okay, and Grax. I'm going to say it's five billion. The uh, answer is 4.54 billion years. That's a point to Grax. Yeah, I know it's my science. All right, all right. Uh, question ten: Where can I buy a card for Earth's next birthday? Clinton's. No, wait, they've gone bankrupt, haven't they? Oh, you lose. Ding. Bell. If you really appreciate it, you should make your own. It shows you care. Ah. Macaroni and cheese. Or yeah, just ma- macaroni. yeah, you need to put some pasta shapes on and a lock of your hair. Mm. Macaroni and cheese card. And a lock of your well, hair. You and might want to take yeah. out the cheese, it'll stink. Yeah, it I'm, sure the Earth, I'm sure the Earth would love that. Okay, and um, question 11. Mm-hmm. This is the deciding question. It is four points all. Right. So again, it's come down to the last question. It always does. Who would afford it? What is the closest planet to the sun? Grax. Mercury. Oh, hold on. Grax oh, is getting see. there first. Mercury. Winner! Grax oh, stupid, stupid, stupid Michael. Oh, I am wins. the man of the hour. That is me. Stupid. <laughs> I think it's over there. Oh, is that over there? Let me just pick up this beach ball and show off my guns. Mm, yes, that is me. I win. Ladies and gentlemen. I am the man. We finally got there after hours of digging. Yes. The answer was Mercury. And I actually did the followed the rules. The winner. Rem- no. Remote, Curse you, God, for making it this way. I think it was because you've got the literal Mercury sat in front of you. That's uh, probably why. Remember, just... kids, follow the rules. You always win. Ladies and gentlemen, the eventual winner. Drink a drug, stay in milk. <laughs> of... Archie versus is Grax. Thank you very much. Thank you. I accept this honour of winning the Archie versus the first annual Archie versus first of many. Yes, I, I am going to offer my uh, hand out to you as as a handshake this this glorious award to you. So I'm doing it over the Skype handshake now. Yeah. I'm doing oh it no, right no, now, no! You put your hand away, and I schoolboy errored you. Ah! Oh, no. I you win the real quiz. Michael Bell, you failed, Michael Bell. So, guys, thank you very much. Shake fist. That wraps up the RG versus section of the RG podcast. Fantastic. Although I'm disappointed, so, I lost. Yeah, you should be. Mm. Um, so to to round up this week's uh, Michael Bell section, we've got Mike's poem. Yes, it is. Once again, I've got a poem. I'll go. Uh, this one. This, this one is, again, it's, it's romances in the air. It's, it's Valentine's. So uh, this one's about relationships. Okay, let's hear it. Keith was a nice chap who couldn't find his wife. He checked behind the fridge, on the floor, and even upstairs where she listened to Walk of Life. <laughs> so confused as lost with Keith, he did a massive cry. Unsure what to do next, he stuck a knitting needle in his eye. 
Then Mary, Mary came back from the shops and said, Keith, why are you blind? I thought you had run away, my dear, and I started to pine. Well, now you bleed all over my good carpet. Get out of it! <laughs> so the moral of this story is that relationships are a struggle, and we need to work, out, we need to work hard on them every single day. Yeah, right. and uh, plastic, plastic sheets, plastic sheeting. It's the way forward. Beautiful. Uh, another true story? Uh, no, I wrote... Somewhere that. in the world. <laughs> wrote... Keith, if you're out there, come come find us, Keith, for a hug. I had to change the name slightly. His real name's actually Trevor. Ah. Oh, Bollocks. Don't put it out there. Oh, uh, you mean um, you mean Mr. Mr. Johnson? Stop putting it out there. Oh, fuck. Well, so Mr. Johnson, isn't that just your penis? Trevor Johnson. <laughs> like, that's my penis. Don't yes, Americans call it? the penis a Johnson? Yeah, stop putting it out there. <laughs> so Dwayne, so Dwayne the Rock Johnson is just Dwayne Willie. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Dwayne Stone like cock. Yes. Well, charming. Oh, on that note, splendid. <laughs> Michael Bell, thank you so much for coming along. Uh, no worries, man. And will um, have you got anything on the Ding and Jones line? Yeah, we're filming today, uh, so we'll oh, have. Oh, brilliant! Um, Extreme Breakfast will be out this week if we can get it done. Um, Excellent. And there's going to be a song coming out soon and uh, a couple of other videos, but we're going to have quite a few in the next few weeks. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, we, we will embrace the opportunity to uh, to look at that, share it. We will promote as best as we can. Thank you. We love your work. Thank you. And in the meantime, we will I'll, see you soon. I'll probably knock out a solo one as well. So, uh, oh, lovely. And then I'll make a video. Hey! Yay! Technical wank joke. Hashtag technical joke. Take care, man. All right, cheers, man. All right, see you next week. All right. Bye. Oh, you might have a, you might have a special guest next week as well. Ooh. Ooh. All right, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, Grax. Well, that wraps up the RG podcast for this week. Absolutely, except for one little question: What's happening on the channel? What's happening on the channel, Andy? So yes, this week um, we've we've put out two parts of our three-part uh, whimsy video about the Apple terms and conditions. Yes. Um, which basically is is a RG top tip, really. Basically, read the terms and conditions, because if you don't, you never know what you've signed up to. And unfortunately, this poor chap, he agreed to the Apple terms and conditions, and it's not going too well for him. No, it's getting from bad to worse. Yeah, so um, so you want to watch out for that. And hopefully we'll get the third video out this week. Yes. We're busy in the editing, um, yep. and we'll take it from there. And then, um, and then we're meeting up in two weeks' time for more filming. That's right. So they'll be film the next set of uh, skits. Absolutely. So there's more video uh, whimsy coming your way. Plus, um, we'll also have um, we'll probably do another live sort of podcast feed for for YouTube. Absolutely. But in the meantime, we really appreciate you you, you listening in. Thank you very much again. Um, if you get the opportunity to share the podcast, please do. We're on Twitter at RG Prod. We're on YouTube, RG Productions. It's www.rgproductions.com. Please yep. like, subscribe, share, sell it to the world. Tell your friends to listen in. We would love that. And if you want to interact with us, Grax, how do they interact? You can follow us on Twitter by going to RG Prod and leaving a message for hashtag RG Podcast. Absolutely. We'll pick those up. And if you want to send a traditional email, which contains more than 140 characters, you can go to an email. Email us at rgproductions at gmail.com. Fantastic. Well, all that's left to say is thank you very much for listening. Thank Take you. care. See you Take soon. Um, See if, you you're, soon. if you're having a, a Valentine's evening this week, I hope it's absolutely amazing. If not, you can wallow on Twitter with myself on Friday. We'll enjoy that live. Um, but Let's take share care. the stories, good and bad. Yeah. It's fantastic material. 
And if you want to share it, we'll do a debrief uh, for next week's podcast. Take care. See you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.